Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to Beyond the Bikini Radio. So today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is signs that you are under eating. Okay, so before we jump into this topic, I'm going to be talking about unintentional under eating um, and a little brief recap of intentional under eating. But I will say, if you're intentionally under eating, if you're someone who is struggling with anorexia or any sort of binge restrict eating disorder or just any eating disorder in general, I highly suggest that number one, you tell a trusted person um, that could be a parent, that could be a friend, that could be a significant other. I recommend you tell someone that you're struggling and also seek out professional help. Um, I understand too that professional help is kind of expensive and not all of us have the luxury to spend $100 to $150 for a one hour therapy session. However, there is an awesome app out there called BetterHelp. No guys, I actually am not affiliated with them, but they are a more affordable way to get professional help if you find that you are struggling with a eating disorder or needing some additional help um, when it comes to your mental health. So guys, we are going to be talking about unintentional under eating. I've been there before, Um, especially when I was trying to get my fitness on and start my college years doing way too much cardio. I was not eating enough, was not eating enough protein, was not eating enough fats, just kind of trying to eat quote unquote healthy, whatever that means. And my calories were definitely really low. So we are going to talk about the physical symptoms and the mental symptoms of under eating and I'm going to be talking about unintentional undereaters. So this is for someone who is, you know, you think you're making the right choices and feeling your body properly, but you don't feel 100%. You might have plateaued in the gym. You find that your metabolism is slow, that you're not really making any sort of muscular gains. Your energy is low. You might have amenorrhea. Does that sound like you? Okay. If it does, keep listening. Um, and undereating... I find that majority of my clients who inquire on coaching are under eating. So a lot of them want to diet or, you know, prep for a show. And I find out that they're eating less than 1500 calories. And no offense, I don't know where to cut from. And you guys know that I put health first and sustainability first. So if you're coming to me at 1500 calories and wanting to lose weight and cut weight and eat less, there's only so much I can cut from. Um, And I refuse, it goes against my morals as a coach to diet a female under 1,200 calories um, if they're not, you know, maybe a week out from a competition. Other than that, there's really no need to ever take it to those drastic levels. And lifestyle clients, you guys should never, ever be that low in calories unless you're really rebuilding out of a reverse diet, like your calories are already mega low, like you're already eating like... 700 calories a day. We need to work on that. We need to build that up. That's the only way they would be really low for a while. 
because you have to be patient with your damaged metabolism, which is not damaged. It's just adapted to a lower level of calories. So I know I just threw a bunch of jargon your way, guys. It is a random Sunday night here, and this topic just, you know, crossed my mind today because I have been getting a lot of people wanting to, you know, think about competing, and spring shows are coming up, which means people are going to start dieting in January, and also I have um, a lot of people who are interested in coaching towards the beginning of the year, and I just wanted to go over this first because I think a lot of people have the assumption that dieting is the answer when in reality you're already under eating and we need to work on reverse dieting and not only building up your metabolism again, but building up your body again as well. So, okay. Um, my unintentional under eaters, let's go over some of the physical symptoms of someone who's under eating. So keep your ears open. This might be you. And yeah, so physical symptoms, Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals. First one is your cold a lot, and this could be due to um, lower body fat levels. If you're under eating, you might just have a lower body fat percentage, but you also might have a lack of thermogenesis going on in your body. Um, and that is due to food consumption. So if you're consuming less foods, your body isn't going to be heating up to break it down. Therefore you might be colder more. Um, you also might find that your body has an issue adjusting to temperature change. So if it heats up, um, like if it's hot outside, it has a hard time adjusting to that um, temperature change versus, you know, when it's cold outside, it has a hard time adjusting to that temperature change as well. So that's one big thing, um, that I see in a lot of under eaters. One other thing is dry skin. Um, this happens just due to lack of nourishment, usually like lower fats too. Uh, girls, dry skin, cracky skin, your hair might be falling out. That's all signs that you have a too low, um, fat consumption. So we definitely need to get some omegas in ya, girl. Um, we need to get you consuming more fats and that's going to nourish, um, especially just like your outward beauty, like your skin, hair, nails, that's all going to be fat related and good fats too. I'm not just saying slap butter on everything, but you know, I want you to have some salmon, avocado, some nuts and peanut butter, things like that. Okay, another one is weakness, and this can be weakness while lifting or just weakness in general. So you find that you fatigue pretty quickly, um, muscularity-wise, going for long walks, you get tired, grocery shopping, you get tired, you just, you feel weak, Um, you don't feel strong or feel like you could Rocky Balboa run up the stairs and be super fulfilled you just feel weak. So that is definitely a sign that you are um, possibly under eating. The biggest one, 
that I think people overlook all the time. And I overlooked my whole college career and I want to slap myself in the face for it. That is fatigue. Okay, everyone's like, well, everyone's tired in college and working and life. We're just tired. No, I think we need to like cut that out. Cut that whole, that's just a part of life is being tired. No, it's not. Um, And also, this is like the biggest one. And I dealt with this when I was struggling with my eating disorder. Is a big energy dip in the middle of the day. That is a big sign that you're under eating. So what's going on is when you wake up, you have very high dopamine levels, a lot of endorphins going, and then your body is running off of that. Now, if you're not keeping up with those hormone pulses or signals sending out your way, you will have a big energy drop due to lack of food consumption to not keep up those signals. So that happened to me all the time. You know, I at two o'clock, I'd need a nap for like an hour or in college, it got so bad to where I needed at least two naps a day. Guys, that's not normal. That's chronic fatigue. Your body is sending you a signal that something is up and you shouldn't ignore that one for sure. And I just get so frustrated too that it's normalized that, oh, it's just like a part of a part of life is being tired. And, you know, I, I will raise my hand 100% and say that I abuse caffeine too much. Um, but if you keep on pushing caffeine and keep on, you know, exhausting your adrenal glands too, they're not going to work for you. And the caffeine's not going to work for you. Your body's going to adapt to that. It's going to be like, hey, I know what's up. You're trying to, you know, put a Band-Aid over this problem instead of really solving it with food using caffeine. No. Um, that's not going to help your fatigue. If anything, in the long run, that's going to hurt your energy levels. Okay. Soreness. Um, that's another physical sign that you're under eating. Your body is unable to recover properly if you're not consuming enough food. So food is fuel, you guys. You need it to rebuild your muscle tissue, especially protein. Um, some protein t- Protein timing is important too, so make sure you're getting around 20, 25 grams post-workout. You have about a two-hour feeding window um, to where you can get that meal in. You don't necessarily have to like put the weight down and then slam a protein shake immediately and feel like you're going to lose all your gains because you're not going to. Um, you have upwards of two hours to consume a meal. Um, but soreness is definitely a big sign that you are not eating enough calories. That's not normal to be sore all the time. Or, you know, there could be other variables involved with this too, like your intensity is too high in the gym, you're hitting the gym too frequently, um, you're not allowing yourself to have any rest days. Those could also be reasons why you're sore that you might be overlooking too. So the big physical sign for under eating is amenorrhea. Guys, I've gone over this a couple times on my Instagram, but the biggest thing that's going on with amenorrhea is called an energy imbalance. So that means you are consuming less calories and your calorie output is increased. Therefore, there's an imbalance. You know, if we are looking at, think of like a Libra. Um, I hope you guys know what that is, but it's a, <laughs> it's a zodiac sign that means balance. And if you look at that scale, it's balanced. Now, when you take away some calories and you increase the energy, now that scale is slanted. And that's kind of like what amenorrhea is. Our body wants to, you know, be in homeostasis, be in balance. And once we kind of mess with it and take it to extremes on either end, it rebels. And the first thing to go is to shut down your reproductive system because we don't necessarily need that to live. Um, your body's primary source of energy and nutrition is going to go to your heart, lungs, brain. Those are all 
systems that we definitely need 100% to live our everyday life. Um, Reproduction is more of an accessory organ. Not to say that it's not important, guys. It's very important. But all I'm saying is, you know, if you're under eating, that's going to be one of the first things to go. Okay. I should have brought some water in this podcast for sure, but we're just going to keep it rolling and hop over into the mental side of under eating. Big one, brain fog. Okay, some people are just spacing in general, and I can pull that whole like dumb blonde thing here and there, but brain fog is a big one. So if you find that you're like saying a sentence and then you're like, um, I don't know, or you just like trail off and you forget a lot. Um, brain fog, that's definitely a sign that you are undernourished. Your brain needs calories to, to send out neurological signals, um, and to, you know, create proper speech and to keep you on track of what you're talking about. So brain fog is a big one. Um, another one is fixated on food. This is more for people who are intentionally under eating, but I find that unintentional under eaters, you know, maybe they really look at, you know, those crazy desserts and like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Or this looks so good. And they're just fixated on food, maybe fixated on their next meal, um, fixated at nutrition labels. You know, they might have some very faded signs of developing an eating disorder, or I don't want to say eating disorder, but an unhealthy relationship with food. Um, and they're just hyper-focused on numbers in a way. And, you know, they think that they're eating healthy, but, they aren't eating enough of these healthy things. So fixated on food, that can be one thing um, that you might see in, especially an intentional undereater, you will definitely see that. But an unintentional undereater, um, you will see that as well. Another one is irritability and mood swings. Now, of course, you're going to have these when you have some cravings. You know, most of us girls, we we have some PMS here and there. That's that's normal. But if you find that you're getting irritable throughout the day or having some mood swings where you're feeling energized, happy, and then moody and angry or tired and, you know, all the all the feels. Mood swings, that's a sign that you're under eating too. Body image issues. This is definitely something you'll see in an intentional undereater, but an unintentional undereater, you might see this, you know, just someone who is wanting to live a healthier life, but doesn't quite understand that, you know, what they're doing isn't going to be working for their body. Um, and if anything, when you're undereating, your body isn't going to progress towards your fitness goals. It's basically going to shut down in a way um, and panic. So, You might have some body image issues that develop because you feel like you're eating healthy. You feel like you're making the right choices. But at the end of the day, you're just simply under eating. So your body's not going to change. You're not going to build muscle. You're not going to be maximizing your time in the gym because if anything, your body is just running on fumes and it's not able to build um, and shape your body, especially if you're wanting that toned athletic look. If you're wanting to compete in shows, girls, you need some muscle first. You can't just diet without muscle muscle doesn't magically appear as you diet. Um, You need a base. So you need to take some time to build some muscle on you, at least a year, at least a year of resistance training before you ever decide to compete on a competition stage. Um, That's a whole nother podcast for another day. But body image issues, especially if you're just, you know, trying to live a healthier life, but you don't realize that you're under eating and your body just simply won't change. So another one is sleep disturbances. Now, when you're under eating your body, I have, okay, 
this isn't in literature, but I have a theory that, you know, your body throughout the night is going to wake you up to quote unquote eat. So like back in our caveman days, um, when we didn't have nice beds and lovely kitchens to have access to and food, um, back in the day, caveman times, while you were sleeping, you know, some hunting was done at night when other animals were sleeping as well. So you could, you know, access more meats and stuff. And so I feel like some sleep disturbances of your body trying to wake you up to like go hunt or to go find food. Um, that is my theory behind that on why sleep disturbances happen. And it also could just be due to a lack of serotonin, just due to um, not having enough food in your gut or having, you know, too much food if you consume too many calories at night in comparison to just spreading it out throughout the day. It could be a multitude of things, but sleep disturbances is definitely one thing that I see in under eaters. And a big one that a lot of people don't like to talk about, especially fitness people, but that's low sex drive. Ladies, especially in bikini prep, I have no sex drive at all. Um, might as well lock that baby up for a long time. Um, that's just due to lack of estrogen levels. So lower body fat, if you're, especially if you're in amenorrhea, if you're in amenorrhea, you probably do not have a sex drive, okay? Because first off, your body can't even have a baby right now, but um, your body is in a way shutting down its reproductive system. So it's going to shut down the signals to even procreate because there's no need to because it feels like it's in a famine in a way. So, okay, I know I threw out some physical and mental systems symptoms, there we go, of under eating, but let's go over a couple ways to how you can combat this. The biggest one is going to be reverse dieting. Now, I highly recommend that you do this with a coach who has a philosophy of your health first um, and someone who is not only going to just give you a meal plan, but give you some macros so you can learn, you know, what works great for your body. So, are you someone who thrives on, you know, balance of carbs and fats? Are you someone who thrives on higher fats or carbs? Someone who does great on higher carbs or fats? Each person is individual. But the biggest thing is having someone monitor your nutrition and to make sure that you are consuming enough. And it's great to have a coach too because they help hold you accountable. And that way you can't kind of get away with your smaller habits of not consuming enough food. Um, maybe you have questions on what types of foods will work for your body. So it's great to invest in a coach and to help you with reverse dieting. Another thing too, if under eaters, I find that, you know, some of them are very hyper-focused on food and their body image. And so they need that subjective, I'm sorry, reverse. They need that objective opinion from a coach to kind of give them the protocols versus their personal subjective opinion of their body. Okay, um, also, with reverse dieting, you're going to be building up your calories, which is going to reverse all of these physical and mental symptoms. Um, like I said, if you are someone who is struggling a lot with body image and being fixated on food and feel like you're struggling possibly with an eating disorder, um, then I recommend that you seek outward professional help um, like a therapist. However, for the most part, your physical and mental sim symptoms of under eating will diminish once you reverse diet and get your body to a higher caloric level. Um, so during this process, I recommend that you get rid of a scale, not your food scale. You're going to need that if you're tracking macros, but just a scale in general to weigh yourself. That's not the main focus right now. 
your main focus is feeling healthier, is to not feel cold all the time, is to have luxurious, soft skin and hair and to not feel weak and to have energy and to not be sore all the time, to lift heavier, get your period back, get your sex drive back, get all of these things back. And your priority right now should not be a silly gravitational pull to the earth, such as your weight. So get rid of the scale, especially if you find that you're fixated on your body already. Get rid of it. You don't need it. You just need your coach um, to hold you accountable, or you could do progress pictures as well. And just focus on other aspects of your health that aren't just image-based. Focus on the internal base, because I'm a firm believer that if you are internally healthy, your outward appearance will show that as well. Okay, Um, if you're someone who's under eating and you can't necessarily afford a coach, I recommend that you make a schedule to eat um, and that you can also calculate your macros yourself. Uh, You could do a macro calculator. I'm not a big advocate for those, but if you can't afford someone to customize your macros for you, you know, there's a lot of macro calculators out there. You can also calculate what your BMR is, so your basal metabolic rate. That is your baseline calories that you need per day. That does not include your day-to-day activity, nor does that include your exercise or other um, other variables that burn calories in your body. So you need to figure out your BMR, and you need to not eat less than that. So most women, it's going to be more than 1,300 calories, FYI. Um, So be prepared to eat more if you're only eating around 1,000 calories a day. And plan a schedule to eat. So, you know, look at your day, figure out how many days, how many, sorry, (laughs) there we go, how many times in a day you can eat. Um, For me, I like to eat five to six times a day. You know, for you, you may only be able to eat three times a day, and those meals are going to have to be bigger if you're struggling with under eating. So um, figure out how many times in a day you can eat and allocate to um, preparing food, consuming it all, and logging it as well to help hold you accountable. So I highly also recommend if you're going to make a schedule, plan out your food in MyFitnessPal, have those meals ready to go. Um, and you can change my fitness pal from breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks to meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four. Just simply go into settings. Um, and I think it's under like general settings and you can change that and it's pretty easy and you can log all your meals in there and make sure you're eating enough and feeling better. Another thing too is if you are wanting to compete and prepare for a competition or even diet, you need to get those calories at least up to 1700 upwards of like 2,700 ladies. Oh my gosh, that sounds like so much food, Nicole. Yes, it's a lot of food, but your body needs it, especially if you're an active female and you're resistance training, you have kids, you're doing cardio, you'd be surprised how many calories the body requires, okay? So you need to consume at least 1,700 calories before you ever consider dieting, but I highly recommend that you don't rush this process Reverse dieting, there's no quick fix answer of, oh, everything's going to be fixed and better in six weeks. Like, no, each body is different with how it's going to respond to um, consuming more food at a slower rate, you know, because you're going to have to increase your food week to week, reverse dieting and cutting down cardio. Um, And each person is different, you know. Some people can fully get their calories up to around, you know, 2,200 and around three 
three months. Uh, that's usually how I am. I can up my calories pretty fast and my body, you know, adapts really well. But if you're someone who's been dieting on and off for eight years now on end and over-exercising, you know, be, be patient with your body because in a way that you've already been, you've already been not nourishing it and it needs time to trust you again and trust that you're going to feed it and trust that you're not going to quote unquote go in a famine again, aka under eating. So um, guys, I hope that this podcast was helpful for you. If it was, make sure you tell me down below, give me a rating, tell me how you're liking Beyond the Bikini so far. If you have requests on certain podcast topics that you want me to cover, feel free to shoot me a DM through Instagram. Check me out. It's at Nicole Ferry Fitness. Shoot me a DM. Say, hey, I'd love for you to cover this topic. And I know I talked a lot about reverse dieting and I've been meaning to make a um, recording on reverse dieting. But for some reason, I was called to do this today. And that's what I ended up doing. Um, guys, I'm throwing a 12-day free challenge. So if you're unable to afford a coach um, or if you're wanting to see more of what Nicole Fairy Fitness is about, I highly recommend that you apply for this. It's 100% free. It's 12 days of coaching, kind of like 12 days of Christmas. It's going to start December 12th. I will leave that link down below in the description of this episode and you guys can apply through there. It's going to be great for you. You're going to get workouts from me, recipe ideas. You're going to see some lives from me as well and get access into my private Facebook group. So this is going to be a great way for you to get some added accountability leading into Christmas, which I'm super excited for. Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. Um, but this is a little gift of my, like my training and workouts and everything that I am doing for you guys. I want to give more to you guys and I, I can't like, you know, ship you all some Starbucks or ship you all some, you know, cute gifts, but this is my way of giving back to you guys um, with training. So also, I'm nervous and I'm debating on doing an episode on this and that is my breast augmentation, which I do have my surgery coming up December 6th. I'm so nervous about it, but a lot of you guys have been asking me questions and I'm trying to, you know, debate if I'm going to put up an episode on it. I know plastic surgery is a little controversial, but if I can help any woman out there who's debating on getting them or not getting them or who's just wanting to learn more or, you know, you're just nosy and want to know why I want to get one, um, then I would be happy to do a podcast episode on that. But guys, um, I'm going to log on off for the night. I hope to see you all on Mondays and Wednesday for my Instagram lives. Uh, Monday is a macro Monday. Wednesday is a woman or workout Wednesday. So you can find that on Instagram, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Nicole Fairy Fitness, that's where you can find me. And if you're wanting to apply for coaching and you're needing more help when it comes to your training and nutrition, you guys can always check out that description down below as well. But if you're under eating, if this was you, I hope this was helpful. I recommend, it was just Thanksgiving in the States, recommend you get yourself a piece of pumpkin pie, enjoy it for me, and put some fat-free whipped cream in there too because that stuff is bomb.